to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where I bring on business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at Ask Adam Torres to keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, moneymatterstoptips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Kingsley Edwards on the line. He's the CEO over at Float. Kingsley, welcome to the show. Hey, Adam. Thanks for having me on. So I'm excited to get more into what you're doing over at Float. Um, I feel like everything considering um, surrounding uh, monetary issues is just super, uh, not just trendy, but important for all of us and how we go forward with uh, commerce um, across not just borders, but, you know, even domestically. So I'm excited to get more into what you're doing over at Float. But before we do that, let's get a little bit further into your background. How did you get started in business and as an entrepreneur? Well, um, going way back, I mean, in fifth grade, I had a business where I would uh, pick up people's trash for like a quarter outside and dump it off in the dumpster. But kind of my uh, my more serious uh, first venture was another uh, crypto startup back in 2013, where we developed a way for people to play against each other in popular video games for Bitcoin. Wow, that's amazing. So I guess in uh, in the crypto space, you would be ancient. Would you agree six years in? Yeah, six years in it, uh, like in, you know, normal industries, that's kind of, you know, mid tier. Um, but, uh, but in crypto, yeah, that's, that's kind of going way back and time moves very fast in crypto and things move very fast. So, uh, yeah, I like to think that, you know, I bring a lot of experience and, uh, and, you know, professionalism to the, to the industry. That's awesome. Uh, so, that being said, there's a lot of, you know, younger, the younger crowd just graduating college, maybe just getting started, and they're, they're looking at different career paths. Now, I, I tend to think that crypto, um, blockchain, all these different technologies are super interesting, especially for a new college grad, um, just because they typically are able to take a little bit more risk in terms of career path. They don't necessarily have, you know, a, a kid and a mortgage or anything like that yet, typically. Um, so what would be your advice um, having the, you know, obviously, been in the industry longer than most what would be your advice on somebody that was kind of trying to pursue that path in terms of a long-term career i'd say the most important thing you know if, if you do have an idea um you know uh, act on it if, if you're really passionate about it uh it's really important you know i i really learned a lot of skills along the way as far as uh, team building and fundraising uh, a big thing that you know i'm seeing a uh, return on my investment on is actually investment into social capital, making those relationships with investors and fellow entrepreneurs, um, you know, marketers, people that can help you. But, you know, I think also it's it's also important. You see a lot of uh, entrepreneurs that are kind of fake when they develop these relationships, but it's, it's important to be true to yourself and who you, who you, uh, you know, relate with and interact with. So make sure, you know, you find out who else, um, you know, if you do interact with them, who else kind of, fits your persona or fits kind of or can, can be put into your tribe and, uh, you know, just, just help each other. 
Oh, that's great. Um, I like the way that you really describe creating a community around your business and your business brand, and especially um, in some of these more, let's just say, um, pioneering fields right now where it's really unknown. There's not, it's not really a, um, established in terms of like, you know, has it been around 100 years yet, right? It's not like you're getting a job at the Fed or you're doing something else like that that already has a long track record and different things. So I, I love your advice on that because I think that's what makes your um, – I, I believe that's part of the reason, just your mindset behind that, of why you've lasted in the space so long and why you've prospered and why you've, you know, gone on to launching, in this case, um, Float. So, Kingsley, let's talk a little bit more about what you're doing as CEO over at Float. So what kind of what kind of problems are you looking to solve in uh, starting this company? Yeah, so Float is a social networking marketplace. And, Again, going back to the relationships, we, uh, myself and my partner, we developed some really good relationships with content, popular content creators on YouTube, Facebook, and, uh, and, you know, influencers on Twitter. And, uh, a lot of people that we were following, you know, independent journalists and, uh, a few other, um, you know, people from different industries started getting, uh, frustrated with, uh, kind of the, the opaque censorship, uh, policies of the, the current tech platforms that exist today. So, we have friends that have been uh, deplatformed or demonetized that have hundreds of thousands of followers. Um, for, for, you know, it seems like really no justification. So we wanted to create a place where uh, our community guidelines are clear. People know what, uh, you know, what to expect. For instance, um, you know, YouTube's number one content creator, PewDiePie, started moving some of his, uh, hosting some of his content on alternative platforms. And even though these, uh, these tech giants kind of, you know, own the landscape today, we see a small shift in a need for alternative platforms to host, uh, other, you know, other types of ideas and just to support the free, uh, flow of, uh, information online. So, um, so that's, yeah, that's one of the reasons why we created Float, where these content creators, they can create a profile, they can sell, uh, their content, uh, for, uh, for Bitcoin right now. We're going to be adding other cryptocurrencies. You can uh, you can subscribe. Uh, fans can subscribe to their uh, content creators for a monthly uh, fee to uh, to receive premium content. Uh, we're going to be adding storefronts, so users will be able to set up storefronts and sell things uh, for cryptocurrency. And we really believe that uh, that you know I've, I've, like we've covered you know I've been in crypto for a while and I've seen it grow from less you know Bitcoin less than a, a hundred million dollar market cap. Those are kind of the exciting days. So now we have Bitcoin you know, over $200 billion. And we believe that we're uh, in the in the middle of a, another bull run and we expect uh, cryptocurrency uh, users to, to five to 10x in the next uh, in the next one to two years. So we're really building a place where people can earn crypto, you can buy things for crypto, and you can interact uh, with each other in a place that, uh, that values, you know, your privacy and, and, uh, and also your, your ideas and your thoughts. Wow, it's um it's really uh interesting and I think that this is the only way that uh really control is taken back uh from some of the huge companies, right? I'm looking at, so I I I kind of I'm I'm not going to claim I know much about it. So if you can go into it a little bit more cuz I don't know if the audience all know also um about this whole demonetiz- demonetization thing that's going on with some of the big platforms. Um what's that all about? Yeah, um, so, so large tech platforms, um, you know, they're, they're claiming a lot of times that uh, that some content out there isn't advertiser friendly, 
But, uh, but in reality, if you look at the history of YouTube, I mean, it's, it's all based on, you know, independent, uh, content. It seems like the shift now is going more towards corporations. Um, mm. you know, for instance, you know, my, my YouTube playlist, I don't, I don't follow any necessarily, uh, main, uh, mainstream, uh, news outlets. I follow more independent journalists. They're, they're covering mm-hmm. things on the ground. But, uh, but every time that I have autoplay selected, it goes to Fox News or it goes to CNN or MSNBC. Or now if you do, you know, YouTube searches or uh, Google searches online, it's hard to find any independent, uh, creators that are maybe offering just, you know, an alternative, um, uh, viewpoints compared to the, the corporate media. So we, you know, we feel that this is a really important thing to, to get real news out there and, and just, you know, support these, these independent creators. Uh, whether they're doing, you know, videos about, uh, nothing in particular or, or streaming video games or, or covering kind of, uh, current events. I had a feeling that was taking place, but I hadn't talked to anybody that's actually working in the space and validated my, my, uh, I'll throw it out there. It's my, it was my conspiracy theory that you just validated. I feel like the autoplay also on the, um, also, just a random side note: the unlike the music part of things, like discovering smaller artists or things like that, like on on their apps. I noticed that it'll like it go like you you have a, a playlist of I don't know a hundred songs or something like that, and you you hit shuffle play and the same three songs play first. It's like it's impossible. It's not supposed to work that way. So now that you say autoplay, you're right with the autoplay when you're on there, you're listening to like a news outlet that's um somebody smaller that used to visit, and the next thing is Fox News, and you're like, what? I'm intense. Not if I wanted to watch theirs, I would have went to their station, right? <laughs> right, exactly. Um, wow, that's so. That's and and I, the reason I'm elaborating on that is because it's so important, especially the people listening. If you want there to be a future of you know interesting content, it's important to go out and 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 support companies like Float by you know giving them your attention, looking at what the creators are doing there. Because um, if we don't do that, then I mean, really the monopolization that once took place with there being, let's say, three to four, like, big TV networks, now it's just that same thing is just transferring to online. And the sad part about that is that um, our viewership is what um, ultimately uh, created the revenue that allowed them to grow to where they are now, right, and the, and the whole point of it. Um, and now it's kind of like the, the bait and switch. And I get it because I've noticed that in the last year or two. I'm like, what? Why is this playing? Like, I didn't ask for this um, to the right. point to where I was looking for different things. And so I'm glad to have found Float. I'm glad to have introduced Float to my audience. Um, if somebody's listening to this, Kingsley, and if they uh, and if they want more information on Float, what's the best way for them to reach out and to and to follow and to get more active in your community? Yeah, and just I just wanted to add one more thing. Yeah, a big part of what we're doing is is just you know bringing back content curation back to the individual and community level. So you dictate you know what you see and what you can say online with others. And uh, and we have even uh, we're building out shareable uh, block and mute lists and other types of lists, so you can really customize um, how you interact and engage with others. But yeah, you can check us out at uh, floats.app. It's spelled F-L-O-T-E dot A-P-P. We're currently in public beta. Um, if you go to, if you search for King, I have the username King on Float. You can follow me there. Um, and we have, a, uh, we really, we uh, another part of us is that you know we really value our users' privacy. So we have 256-bit uh, encrypted uh, direct messaging. Um, we're not, you know, taking in any other information from users that we don't have to in order to operate our platform correctly. 
Um, and, and things, you know, just, just will, will populate there as expected versus mm -hmm. having kind of, uh, black box algorithms and unknown individuals, um, you know, telling you or showing you what they want you to see. That's awesome. Um, well, hey, Kingsley, I really appreciate you coming on the show and talking more about what you're doing over at Float and your vision going forward. Um, to the to the listeners, as always, I really appreciate you tuning in. I hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, leave me a review, do all those great things we do to support our podcasters. I really do appreciate it. And uh, Kingsley, thanks again for coming on the show. Thank you.